0: Progressive ideas, conversations from schools, and the newest concepts in education. This is the School Leadership Podcast.
1: There's that famous line, isn't there? The past is a foreign country. They do things differently there. Alan Garnett is the head of North Primary School and Nursery in Colchester, and also an NHT member and branch secretary. Writing a weekly diary for a local newspaper was Alan's way of chronicling how his school reacted and adapted to the effects of COVID-19. That weekly journal has now become a book, a headteacher's diary, making it up as we go along, trying to lead a school through a pandemic. It's a book that really doesn't spare the blushes of Gavin Williamson and the D.F.E. As you'll hear from the results of a conversation between James Bowen and Alan. Let's hear that story.
0: Engaging content and revealing insights. In conversation with James Bowen. Well, firstly, James, thank you for inviting me to, uh, to share my, my book, my first ever and probably my last ever book. Uh, I wrote uh, a weekly uh, diary during the uh, year of the pandemic from March 20 to March 21. It was serialised in the local newspaper, the Colchester Daily Gazette. And then over Easter, we put it all together and it was designed by a wonderful person.
2: I'll tell you about her in a minute. And there you are. There's the book. So what made you decide in the middle of all the the madness to start writing a diary? Are you the kind of person who's a diary keeper already? Or did you just look at this and think this is a once in a lifetime experience, I need to sort of catalogue it in a diary? None of the above,
0: James. So I am a dear friend of the school, uh, Sir Bob Russell, and has grandchildren still in the school, could see all the comms that I was sending out to parents right at the very beginning. And it happened to be our 125th anniversary year. So we'd had our grand celebrations in November 19, just as well really, because obviously after March, we couldn't celebrate anything. So he thought it'd be a good idea to keep a record of all the things I was doing to add to our archive, because we've got our very own um, archived website, And we also have a, a book celebrating 125 years, the oldest state primary school in Colchester. So that's where the idea came from. I was going to stop at the end of the summer term Thinking, oh, it's over now, and then it carried on, and I was going to stop at Christmas, and we know what happened in December, so I kept going, and I thought I, I drew it to a conclusion uh, at the end of March, as I said, so a whole
2: calendar year covered through the diary. So it's amazing you you've stopped it at all. Of course, you could you could have carried on; you could still be writing now as we speak, I guess. But tell, tell I me could through, have on. talk me through the process. So you, you this the process from you writing a diary to having a book published was that was that easy to do was that hard Can I just say
0: that the intent of the diary was it wasn't supposed to be a secret head teacher's diary it wasn't supposed to be a warts and all it was a, a record of how the school was coping and managing the school community through the pandemic The added detail of that is that I am an NHT branch secretary so I was attending uh, briefings with the local authority and other unions, and so I could use that kind of um, opportunity to influence and signpost to, to members and so on. So it's got that added dimension. So that was the purpose of the, of the diary, which was to chart and chronicle how we were managing and coping, or not coping from time to time, perhaps, but also to tell the stories of uh, the remarkable people doing remarkable things. And that's the children, the staff, parents, and other people in our community. And I think what makes it remarkable, James, is the fact that these people don't realise they're remarkable. They were just getting on with doing stuff, making, making the, uh, the best of things that they could. And there were some extraordinary acts of kindness and generosity of spirit and so on, and, and sacrifice uh, through an extraordinarily difficult time. So it was um, that's the chronicle, and that's the diary.
2: And how great to capture those good news stories when, as we know, sadly the media was so quick to leap on any bad news stories when it came to schools, and was was so quick to criticise. But how nice to be able to sort of highlight and flag those people, and we know they're up and down the country doing just incredible things. So that that must have been nice to be able to, if you like, to to kind of right that wrong a bit, where you know, and, and address some of the the nonsense we saw in the media.
0: Well, I hope so, and I think you know what's clear is that. Uh, North Primary School and Nursery is not remarkable. It's it's no different from any other school across the country. So anybody reading the book, parents, teachers, whoever, it, uh, if they've got uh, any involvement with a school, it will strike a chord with them. And they'll be thinking, oh, I've got my secretaries like that. I've got children who, who did those kinds of things. I've had parents who did that kind of thing. So it should resonate with everybody who's lived through the pandemic and had children in school or associated with a school.
2: And how easy was it to find the time? I mean, I know how, how busy you were. You and I were in regular contact uh, during sort of, you know, the most the most busy days. Finding the time at the end of each day to sit down and write a diary in the middle of it, well, that must have been challenging, or was, was it quite cathartic? Is it, was it quite strangely enjoyable to sit down and write it?
0: Well, as I said earlier, I'm not a diary writer, so it was a new experience. Um, a key thing for me was that there should be no surprises for my parents, so uh whatever they read in the newspaper the following week because there was always a lag whatever they read should not have been a surprise to them so uh, the communications i had with parents were used in the diary so it you know it was a had that chronology to it i jotted things down during the week and then on a saturday morning and i'm an early riser and the golf courses were shut so uh, instead of playing golf uh, or leaving the house to play golf at 7 o'clock in the morning, I uh, I did the diary
2: and sent it off. And you just made me think of something there that I hadn't thought of before. It must have been tricky getting that balance. You know, you don't want to reveal confidential bits of information about kids or parents in the community but also I guess you're trying to tell a genuine story and a genuine account of what happened how did you get that balance right between being honest and you know open with people through the diary but at the same time being very mindful of you know the confidentiality of people in your community was that tricky
0: obviously it was a consideration so uh, names were not necessarily used and it's just it's just a, a judgment call which you hope you get right um, I didn't have any complaints, so I think I probably did get it right. Um, and I got lots of thanks from people who did
2: recognise themselves in the in the diary. So um yeah, but it's it's a judgment call, isn't it? Is there a particular entry that stands out for you? You know, when you look back over the the whole book, is there one entry or one page where it just, you know, really stands out? Oh, it's a page turner, James. Every of page course, every page would be wonderful, I'm sure, but Yeah.
0: Well, let, let me just say this. I mentioned at the top of the interview uh, a special person. She's called Laura Davison. She is the was the project coordinator for our school history archive and the events and also put the book together. So I was able to use uh, Laura to put my diary pieces into a single book. So she designed the book. We found lots of photos of the events through the year to uh, to illustrate the stories, and she's done an amazing job of turning my diary into what I think is is a visually very attractive piece of work as well. So, and I think that goes back to a question you asked earlier, which I didn't answer. The simple answer of how I got published was it's vanity publishing. So if you pay somebody, they, they will print your book for you. But it was it's not a a few bits of A4 thrown together uh, with a loose leaf binder. It's a proper book uh, available in all good bookshops. we well, actually one independent bookshop. And Laura did the fantastic job of putting it together.
2: Uh, what do you hope people will get out of reading it? And who who do you imagine the audience to be? Do you think it'll be fellow school leaders? Is it a bit more diverse than that? But what, yeah, what were you hoping people
0: get from reading your book? Well, I remember years ago, uh, being on holiday in Turkey in uh, an all-inclusive, and on every sunbed there is somebody reading Fifty Shades of Grey. So I'm hoping this summer <laughs> there will be a head teacher's diary on every sunbed across. I mean, I'm,
2: I'm slightly nervous about reading the review that says <laughs> this is the the 2021 Fifty Shades of Grey equivalent, Alan. I'm very much hoping that's ne- not a comparison that's made. But let's hope maybe in terms of popularity, at least.
0: <laughs> well i've got a gray suit on the cover it's a kind of a gray uh, gray cover as well um yeah. no, um so the, i guess the answer is um hopefully everybody and anybody uh, as i say I, I mean my school community will get a lot from it obviously because they will see themselves in it and they'll be they'll be reminded of what was happening people around the uh, head teachers around the county have bought it and so hopefully that will continue hopefully this podcast will help people um be interested enough to buy it. All proceeds go to school fund. Uh, I shall flag that up now. Nothing goes in my pocket. Um, I think it'd be nice for um, people in the DFE to read it. And I mean that genuinely. And uh, so Bob Russell said to me, could he send a copy to Gavin Williamson when it's finished? And then he emailed me again to say, oh, no, Alan, I see what you said about Gavin Williamson on page whatever. He said, perhaps I won't send him a copy of the book. But, you know, what you have is a, my school, like every other school, trying to react at the last minute to very, very last minute decisions, which were not always clear, rarely consistent. And we had to take our school communities through those processes. Um, incredibly stressful and frustrating. So it's certainly a lesson in how not to uh, manage, a crisis, uh, manage a crisis, I would say. Um, I think for me, communication... Is so important. If you're leading a, uh, an organisation and wanting to achieve anything, you've got to have people on board. You've got to have people aware of what you're doing, and even if they don't agree with you, they've got to trust your uh, integrity and understand why you've arrived at a decision. That's always been the way I've tried to run the school over the last 20 years, and I think what you have is a, if you like, a masterclass in the exact opposite from my, from the DFE over the last year. And, uh, you know, obviously, it's beyond uh, the time uh, remit of my diary. But June the 16th, we're told this is the latest guidance on report writing. Well, by June the 16th, you know, most teachers have written reports and they've possibly been signed off and photocopied or whatever. And uh, so it's much, much too late for that kind of thing to come out. it's, It's
2: symptomatic of what they've been doing over the last year. And I suspect an awful lot of people listening to this right now will be nodding their heads very vigorously and, and saying exactly that. I've got one final question for you, Alan. Will there be a sequel to this book? Are, we plan- are you playing part <laughs> well, two already?
0: No, the golf course is now open, James, and I'm hoping it's going to stay open forever. So, uh, no, I need to work on my putting, which has suffered terribly during lockdown, and so I need to get rid of the yips. Uh, now, I'm not planning another book. <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's been a great opportunity for me. It's in uh, the book itself and the article that I wrote, the opinion piece that was published in Schools Week, which is included at the back of the of the diary. I was invited to speak at Buckinghamshire Local Authorities uh, Education Conference on the back of the of that stuff, and also address uh, a safeguarding conference in Westminster to advise on uh, policy for safeguarding post pandemic. So, yeah, you know, those uh, those opportunities have been great. Hopefully, um, my work in the NHT will keep me busy, and uh, people will be
2: interested in my views in the NHT as well. Now, obviously, uh, for people who are listening who fancy having a read of it, we, we need to tell them where they can get it from. Where, where can people get hold of a copy of the book?
0: Right, so the simplest thing to do is to go into your search engine and type in Red Lion Books, Colchester. It's an independent book trader. And if you type in Red Lion Books, Colchester, and then uh, search within that for their head teacher's diary, uh, it should be straightforward enough for you to order a copy at £10 plus postage and package.
2: Wonderful. And on that note, we will call it a day. Alan, thank you ever so much. I look forward to speaking to you again. James,
1: thank you. And that brings this month's episode to a close. The surefire way to pick up all the episodes we produce is to select subscribe on whichever platform you use to get your podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Radio Public and more. Reviews and feedback are a brilliant way of uh, gauging the sorts of guests you'd like to hear from the podcast and the kind of subjects we should cover in it. NAHT is a professional association and union for school leaders. NAHT Edge is the part of our association aimed specifically at aspirational middle leaders. To discover more about the benefits of being an NAHT Edge or NAHT member, go online to NAHTEDge.org.uk forward slash join or naht.org.uk forward slash join and on social media our Twitter accounts are at nahtedge and at Naht news. Take good care of yourself and we'll meet again in a month's time From Naht and Naht Edge The School Leadership Podcast